You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, the Cooligans are on the road. At least one of them is on the road. Alexis is in Vegas. Say hi, Alexis. Hello. Alexis is in Las Vegas going to Pizza Fest, Pizza Con, Pizza Expo. It's one of those. Also, we talk about the U.S. men's national team doing the business, crushing Honduras slash Minnesota United. Also, we cover the MLS matches that were like, I don't give a fuck about no international breaks. Oh, in the second segment. And by the way, I'm not at Pizza Expo. I got flown out here because I'm a pizza <laughs> genius. And then I'm going to L.A. and I'm doing a bunch of shows. But whatever. We'll talk about it later. In the second segment, we also talk to PodCap's host, uh, Chris James, which if you don't know, two comedians have this incredible podcast about the Whitecaps. Chris and I normally don't like uh, comedians doing MLS podcasts, but we'll let them live a little longer. <laughs> All this and more on the Cooligans! Cooligans! The Cooligans are back another week, and uh, even though it sounds like we are near each other, very close, we usually do we usually do this podcast while we're hugging. Absolutely, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I put the mic in my arm and go around your neck, (laughs) and you do it to me. So it's almost like the wine thing, you know, when the arms twist wine. But imagine that with your entire body. Yeah, it's like it's uh, it's almost like a lady and the tramp, but if they were recording a podcast. And we sit Indian style, and we interlock our legs with each other's bodies. So bro, bro, if that bro. seems weird to you, bro. Uh, maybe you're the weird one. Native American style. Yeah, it's, sorry. It's, it, it's 2017. Yeah, actually, it's uh, crisscross applesauce. That's what you're supposed to say. Did you know that? I know. I did not know that. Yeah, I said my, 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 uh, my sister-in-law is a first-grade teacher. And I told her niece, I'm like, yo, sit Indian style. And she was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, what, what, what? She's like, no, no, no. She's like, my, and the little girl's like, what's that mean? And she's like, no, we're not going to do that. Let's sit a different way. She's like, let's sit crisscross because she didn't even want to associate it because she didn't want this kid taking that back to school. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not exactly sure how that's offensive, but sure. Yeah, we can't yeah. say that anymore. We, we, yeah, we can't bring that that Newark public schooling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, your boy, your boy got expelled from public school. So he had to go to Catholic school, which is what they call juvie with Bibles. I don't That's know if you guys right. know that. <laughs> they were like, but yeah, the government was like, we got to get him out of public school. And we got it. God is the only one who can help this boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we got to get him to something that's really going to put fear in his heart. And that's God. <laughs> uh, but yes, Alexis is not, in the room uh, with me, he is in Las Vegas. I am Viva Las Vegas at the International Pizza Expo. Uh, pizza Ma- Fest, Pizza Con. Yeah, well, it's not Pizza Con because it's not for like fans. No one's dressed. Well, actually, there are a couple of people dressed like pizza. <laughs> of it's course. kind of embarrassing. But no, this is, uh, this is like an industry show. So it's a lot of pizza makers that are out here and like a lot of like, you know, tomato growers and shit like that. And it's, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I have a little bit of fame in the pizza industry, which Whoa. is hilarious. You know, people are like, <laughs> people ran, a, a couple guys ran up to me and they're like, dude, we've wanted to meet you. And I'm like, ah, from comedy. And they're like, no pizza. I'm like, just fucking say comedy next time. <laughs> you know? Wow. That must be pretty flattering. What's, what's better to be recognized for, uh, as a, as a, uh, pizza guy or as a, as a cooligan? Well, let me tell you this much. There is no uh, social justice blogging about pizza, so I prefer <laughs> the pizza. I don't like it. Oh, I know you. You're the one who made that joke seven years ago, and I'm like, great. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, so you're still in New York. Christian's in New York. And normally, right. 
you know, you know, normally we like to be really close with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, now, now we're far apart, and I hate it. I hate every second of it. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel yeah. right. I, you know, I used to hate the fact that we had to do this once a week because you were kind of annoying at one point. But, like, you know, now, like, I've gotten used <laughs> to you. You know what I mean? Like, when, I, was, <laughs> when was I ever annoying? Have, anyway, you, ever, have, just, you, ever, have you ever seen yourself? Yeah, me. I'm a joy to be around. And if I remember correctly, I was voted most likely to be a breeze to be friends with uh, in high school. That was my superlative, which, by the way, I found out that was called a superlative like a year ago. I didn't know that was called a superlative. Again, Newark Public Schools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they would beat the Jesus India, but not much of education. Uh, um, but yeah, look, so even though, yeah, we're not uh, we're not together, we, this is, we, we got another fun show uh, ahead yeah. because we got we got, a, we got this is exciting because we have an interview coming up uh, with another comedian uh, who is part of a of a duo that uh, that also do an MLS related podcast. Yeah, and at first when I found out that there was another group of uh, you know duo of comedians doing an MLS podcast, I was ready to call in a bomb threat. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, send bed like, bugs or something. You know? <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, so we have new enemies. All yeah, right. so all right, we got we're gonna catch another body. I'm like Christian. <laughs> Go ahead. Might as well just go ahead and get that other teardrop tattoo because we're going to take another one out. But no, as this I, one, these guys are great and they do a one for a specific team. So it's kind of cool. We started out, you know, with the idea of doing maybe an NYCFC podcast. But I think you and I figured out right away that there was more of a need for a much more of a sort of national uh, podcast hosted by comedians. And these guys are doing one that's specific to the Whitecaps, which is great. That's so, right. So, so John, John Cullen and, and Chris, Chris James. James. Chris yeah. James is the one we, uh, we interviewed. So they, they do a podcast called uh, Podcaps. F- Podcaps. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's yeah. A, Van- a Vancouver Whitecaps podcast. Uh, and it, it's great. And this is, yeah. you know, I, you know I, I listened to a couple episodes and, and I'll say this. I, I think there is something, you know, for when it comes to every single MLS team, I don't know in and out every single player. I, I don't know the sort of the culture and the sentiment around every team. But hearing comedians talk about it makes me care. I, you know, right. I, I think. But also, I, I think I think why it's because and th- we go over this kind of maybe a little bit in the view, interview. I'm not sure if we do, but it's like what you're saying. It's like it's not just this mundane data dump it's like a fun you get to like this is what the fans are talking about this is how it is to hang out with fans of that club it's kind of fun exactly and 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 now i know how everybody who listens to cooligans feels they're like right this is this is this is great this is so fun hashtag blessed (laughs) so yeah so we we speak to chris james from uh from podcaps uh he's a he's a vancouver comedian uh and and that's uh don't hold it against him he's very funny (laughs) nobody's perfect yeah Uh, (laughs) you can't help where you're born Uh, no you can't i mean you could leave and go somewhere else but he's really holding it down yeah he's a funny funny dude and actually he's been out to new york um i know i've met him we can't figure out how we met but we know we met we have a lot of mutual friends and everyone has nothing but nice things to say about him uh, yeah. And uh, yeah And we both shit On the same comics From New York Which is hilarious In That's... a funny way Shouts to Alex Pavone uh, But you know <laughs> Just know that It's a sweetheart For anybody listening for, for comedians That's how we bond We need to yeah. we, sh- we shit on the people If you If you also Dislike someone I dislike We're friends now Yeah for sure And <laughs> here's the other thing If we're nice to you That means we don't like you <laughs> You're not in the circle 
Oh, it's the people int- we're meanest to is the people we love the most. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Even though I'm 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 pretty nice to people. Uh, you're like a nice Yeah, but see, you're like you're like I'm nice to everyone. Everyone says that like I'm easy to get along. Well, I'm just nice at least. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, amicable if you will. Yeah. Uh, but I think you have you, you're you're not as real. I don't think you know. You have. Um, oh, okay, okay. You know, all right. If we're gonna be honest, I think you're you're overall a very nice person, and I think you just have that demeanor of like I'm not gonna be mean to people. That's not my thing. But you know, once I've now that I've known you for long enough, you you really start to boil down. We see each other once a week. We really talk. I get the real, like the bro, that that, that, that subconscious, <laughs> that subconscious disdain of people. Oh has yeah, come out. yeah. That's that. It exists. <laughs> oh, for I sure. Can, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to get you there. I can repress it probably a little bit better than you but yeah, but I, sure. I would say I, I will say that if i am mean to you that is you you know that is a a, a sign of like I, you're endearing to me for sure all right so uh anybody who I'm, I'm just gonna all, imagine all of a sudden i just become a twitter troll just start being mean yeah. To everyone. <laughs> yeah. he joined christian joins the alt-right <laughs> like, you know you're dark-skinned and dominican right <laughs> why just, can't we say white pride i'm just, I'm just constantly <laughs> tweeting at planned parenthood just <laughs> as a dominican that's hilarious that's like a cuban who doesn't know how to swim <laughs> oh boy all right well uh, uh speaking of uh cute no i have no other <laughs> you got nothing <laughs> there's nothing uh but look let's let's start off uh this episode uh with some international duty that uh, and america getting the business done i we mean we are <laughs> i i mean this is let's just talk i mean everyone knows the usa uh played uh minnesota united and won <laughs> 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 I just realized what I like I didn't hear it for a second. I'm like, oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. They did. Uh, uh, let yeah, me say well, something. Yeah, Adrian Heath is now the manager of Honduras. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. I, I was not expecting that, but what, were you nervous before the match at all? I, so okay, so I, I was terrified, right? And also, I remember I was in uh, I was in a play that just wrapped, and the the, the right. play. The play was right before, right before the match. So all I, I'm like supposed to, be, you know, supposed to remember my lines and get all the cues right. And all I can think about is, is if if the USA uses <laughs> loses this goddamn game, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't focus on anything. You go off the, book and just start <laughs> <laughs> off script. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like lines. all of a sudden, all of a, all of a sudden, I'm getting angry at the other character in, yeah. in the play. <laughs> But I'm, but I'm calling him Christian Pulisic from some, yeah, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're like, Christian, you need to stop yelling at us, and none of us are named Bruce Arena. <laughs> so, yeah, I was uh, paranoid. I mean, there's no other word for it. I, I just, like, especially with the, the sort of the dire kind of situation, uh, that after losing, the, you know, the first two World Cup qualifiers in the, in the hexagonal, you just, like, come on. I mean, like... Please get this win because uh, you know obviously Panama's coming up next and that's going to be a tougher match. So very very comforting. Uh, you know after I saw that they I was like on my phone look at, look uh, looking at the score and you know they they scored early and they they just never let up. Well, having watched it, I've, I was texting with a buddy of mine. Shout out to uh, Stephen Diaz who listens to the podcast. Um, and has a cousin that might want to be our intern. Uh, we'll mention it again. Um, if you know someone who is uh, looking to get into 
production, maybe podcasting, and knows anything about video editing uh, and is in the New York area, we'd be happy to have him as our intern. Uh, but shout out to Steven Diaz, who also, by the way, uh, bought um, a couple uh, things from On the Volley, uh, who I'm going to see. I'm going to see uh, um, our, our homie uh, Elvis uh, of On the oh, Volley. Oh, cool. When I'm, yeah, when I'm in L.A. So, um, yeah, you know, he bought it. And again, if anybody else wants to buy used Cooligans, get yourself a discount, and some of that money comes to us, which is pretty, pretty dope. Um, yeah, and he said he's going to give me some new stuff for us, so we'll have some new stuff to wear in the videos. Uh, but uh, Stephen Diaz and I were, or med- were uh, sort of uh, talking back and forth, and I was kind of nervous because I knew what was on the line, and we had just not looked very confident. Um, even even the first, uh, you know, uh, you know, Bruce Arena matches weren't all that, you know, incredible. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, the way they came out, and he just kept saying, like, Steve was just like, dude, don't even worry about it. It's Honduras, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. They got keto. They've got some real skilled players. This could be bad for us, and uh, or Kyoto, I should say. Uh, and let me tell you something. We came out beasting. Look, they scored in the fifth minute. Uh, Sebastian Legit got got started. And the boy, the boy, and which is and also disappointing because he got injured. And now we uh, they I think initially didn't think it was that serious, but now we know he's gonna he's gonna need surgery and it's gonna be out four to six weeks. Um, let me uh, tell you I'm something. Sorry, he sorry. was four to six months. Uh, incorrect. Four to six months. Yeah. So yeah, it's bad. And, it, and what a time. I mean, if you're LA, this sucks, but. You know, for the men's national team, I mean, here's someone who I don't think was expecting to get the nod and played really well. I will say, though, it seems like we played better with Alejandro Bedoya up there. And I don't know if that's just, you know, he didn't get that much time, so I feel bad saying that for Jed. And but you know if you think of that first goal, it was kind of hodgepodge. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got yeah, it was bouncing around, and then and he put it back in. Great goal. Uh, and, yeah. and disappointing overall to get. Uh, that wasn't his first cap, not official cap, but his first like uh, game that wasn't a friendly. And yeah, that's his first time scoring for a qualifier. Yeah. I mean, that, it's got to be a great feeling. I mean, the team didn't look too succinct in that in that run up. Um, but you know, it's incredible that, you know, he gets the goal and it, and it, at least it's like, it just calmed everyone down. It was early. It was good. And the club just, I mean, the club, the, the, the team looked so much better, um, after that. And you could tell what a, what a, a weight lifted off their shoulder and something that I had completely forgotten that Bruce Arena used to preach. And I remember hearing about this. It, what is it? Uh, first foul, first, uh, shot, first goal. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the the three things he says. He wants his club or his team to go out and get the first shot, the first foul, and the first goal. Meaning he wants to, he they should foul someone first. Yeah, like you know, just show the other team you're there. Like you know, be the be the first one to go out there and like make make your presence known. You know uh, what I mean? That that's uh, you could tell Bruce Arena has been to prison. That's it. he's like yeah, he's, get he's Brooklyn. It. As Brooklyn Bruce. <laughs> Brooklyn Bruce. He's like he walks in. He's got a he's got focaccia <laughs> with oil leaking out of it, and he's got a couple pieces of prosciutto in there, and he's like, listen up, you guys. Fine. What you got to do is you go out there, and if I don't see some blood on the socks of the other. Of the the other team, you're not doing anything. <laughs> He's like, find the biggest guy in there. Yeah, yeah. You walk in. New rules. <laughs> his assistants are holding his the inside his pockets. All right, new rules. You go out there, the biggest guy you see, you punch that dude as hard as you can. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. Look, I mean, it, it, at this point, you know, the concern was, uh, you know, what 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 what's Bruce really? 
upbringing that's any different from what Jurgen was, especially with how uh, uh, you know unimpressive those two friendlies were in uh, in in January, right? In January and February. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But oh my good goodness, if they can keep even half of this sort of effort up. This is, I mean, we're, we're guaranteed a, a, a spot in, in the World Cup. Well, well, we also have to win against Panama, which is, by the way, we're recording this on Tuesday. So that's, that's tonight. And I'm actually not going to be able to watch it because I'm going to be on a pizza tour here in Vegas. So I hate the fact that I'm not watching. I hate the fact that Roman Torres is on the other team, that they have the weekend. Uh, you know, oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and fin de semana. Yeah, they got, they, is, got, they got the star boy himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, Selena Gomez or whoever he's dating is going to be in the audience. Uh, that joke went too far. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I it, I have all the confidence in the world, but look, not only am I an Arsenal fan, I've been a U.S. men's national team fan for a long time. When you have confidence is when you get bit. I feel like every match we need to go in with the impression that we're going to lose, like I thought with Honduras. Okay. Yeah. Look, the, the thing that probably the biggest surprise of, uh, and the biggest thing to take from this match was really Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey was un... But that's a problem. Really? That, that's a problem for you. How old is Clint Dempsey? <laughs> and he's got a bad heart. This is bad. <laughs> You're very concerned uh, with, with that particular organ. I mean, it's, he wouldn't be playing. He wouldn't be playing if... If uh, uh, if there was any more, you know, of a concern left, obviously he needs the minutes. But the 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 big issue is that there's no one else. That that's the that's the scary part for the future. Yes. That there's no one else that could replace a guy with a faulty ticker. Yes, <laughs> the guy's got a, a bad ticker, and he's in his mid thirties. He should be in a home. But he, but, Not, he, but how good was he? That was oh my god, for, he was incredible. And you know the the free kick oh was just my god. amazing, just a uh, Pirlo esque knuckle. Ball. That was just like yeah, that was beautiful. And to the far, and to the far, far top bins. I mean that you know, like upper ninety. We're American, sorry. Upper ninety, the top, the the upper ninety in the far, the far corner. I mean the far post. I can't, I I can't. It's hard for me to complain about this because you know I think what he brings, he he not just the the scoring, but like the intangible, you know, the toughness that he brings is he's a great guy to have on the team, and I think he's really good for Christian Pulisic because. You know, Pulisic is going to make those passes. A guy like Clint Dempsey understands where to go. You know, he's gotten smarter with spacing as he's gotten older, and he was great with it before. You know, he was a forward that in you know in in England they would let roam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I, I get it, but he's in his mid. You know, Jermaine Jones is saying he's coming back. Homie's forty eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what, yeah, yeah that's that sounds about right. I'm not even going to look that up because why would you be wrong? No, we don't need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who's going to fact check that? Because obviously, I know exactly what I'm talking about. But the thing that frustrates me the most is here we are still depending. We don't even have a left back and a right back. Yeah. It, it, we, we just don't. I, you know, Clint, they, I they mean, do. Beasley was, would not, had no team, and he was on the national team. I think they, they kind of, like, flip a coin for who wants to play left back and right back each game. This is so frustrating. <laughs> Look, but DeAndre Yedlin is obviously injured. Uh, uh, you know, he's the, he's the guy that they would rely on. Bobby Wood is injured. There's, there's a lot of, uh, uh, so how long is Yedlin out for? Do you know? I don't know exactly. I can look it up, but it, it's, yeah, I, I have no clue. Uh, yeah, the, the, you know what, it, what's annoying is that it's, it's, it's definitely a concern, especially with the, the left and right back. 
especially with the injuries and and especially with Dempsey sort of shining, uh, uh, it, it, there's a lot of uh, like questions. There's a lot of cause for concern. But then they do this. Then they win six nothing and basically tell everybody like, no, we're we're good. We're 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 doing just fine. Even though that it that it's not just a, a complete like hundred percent seal of approval. Uh, right. But it is calming. I mean, without a doubt. Yeah, it you know it's it's nice to have them, and it's nice to have these veterans. But like it reminds me of like you know the Ukrainian team in the in the Euros a couple of Euros ago, where like Shevchenko was at the end of his career, and you know clearly playing really well, and you know he brought he got them really far. They were hosting it, and it was it was great to see. But like everyone knew they're not going to be the same without him. And same thing with you know Sweden without Slatan. There's just and not to say that, I mean, we're not that, there's not that big of a gap. I think we're going to be just fine without Clint Dempsey. But it goes to show how much we need, you know, one of these strong scorers. And I know Bobby Wood can be that. I don't know if he can be what we saw against Honduras. Um, and maybe Altidore, you know, uh, who played, you know, look, he didn't get a goal, but he played hold up really, really well. So he'll still be there and, and setting it up for Bobby Wood. I have confidence moving forward. It just scares the bejesus out of me that we are f- four or three or four, four positions. We're either don't have a player right now <laughs> or we have someone who normally is retired at this age. <laughs> yeah. That just scares the shit out of me. Well, I, it must be, there must be something. I don't know. Do you think this can happen like in any country with, with so many players? It, it, what is this? Yeah, 300 million people. <laughs> we can't get a right back. And by the way, why aren't we playing 3-5-2? If we don't have a left back and a right back, then let Graham Zuzi play box to box or be a wing back in a three five two. You know, my only answer to that is six nothing, bro. Six yeah. nothing. <laughs> now you're right. But we're not going to play Minnesota United every time. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, what a concern. I mean, you know, we were we you know when we were recording FIFA the news and we were like uh, wondering why in the world. Uh, Honduras wasn't in FIFA 17. I think <laughs> yeah. I, I think we know why. I think we figured out. Yeah, we now know. We now know exactly why. That's hilarious. It, That's a great point. It is very clear. Uh, yeah, they did not play well. And also, uh, Christian Pulisic, uh, just to highlight him real quick, uh, the, somebody uh, created a video of, of all his uh, all his touches during the game. I, he was almost flawless. I mean, he barely lost. Oh, dude, could you forward that to me? Because I would love to see that. Yeah, I mean, the way you said that was just like, mm, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a hotel room by myself in Vegas. I want to see them first touches. <laughs> mm. Just put a little Jade in the background. That's <laughs> <laughs> so uh, stupid. But yeah, so like, yeah, he was great. And, and you know, obviously, look, he, he's scoring Champions League goals uh, and he's bringing some of that confidence uh, to the men's national team. Uh, and hopefully that can, uh, you know, uh, spill over uh, to some of these old men that are getting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spill are... over on old men. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hurry up and forward that video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I think I just found the link. Uh, <laughs> somebody said that the, the porn <laughs> references over and over again of the prostitute references last last podcast was funny so let's hope they like these <laughs> yeah <laughs> these references it's like is this a a, a podcast or a, a sex line that they're having yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh yeah dude i mean you know i don't i can't i don't have much to complain about when it comes to that that game and 
Uh, I love it. But, you know, I, I am who I am. And I'm, I walked away going, all right, this was good. But, you know, it's like getting mugged and the guy's gun jams. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't mean I'm unstoppable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? I can't just go punching thugs now like that. You know, I, we were lucky. And I don't know if luck was exactly how I, I think it's, it doesn't give enough credit to the wonderful play and how well uh, managed we were. And we were, you know, Bruce Arena, it does not forward or advance your football uh, as a nation. But what he does is get the best out of every player. By the way, did you see Omar Gonzalez? Uh, they had a sort of like a post-match interview with Omar Gonzalez. I didn't see it, no. Oh, my God. All right, well, they asked him, they're like, tell us what's different about now with Bruce. And he was like, uh, uh, you know, you're, you really put me on the spot here. Uh, you know, uh, and he was like afraid to badmouth Jurgen, right? Like he didn't know how to say it. He was like, I, you know, you know, Bruce, things are a lot simpler. And, you know, he's like, I've never walked out with this much confidence because, you know, we used to have a lot of uh, directives and now it's very simple. Here's what you need to be doing. And it gives us more confidence and we know exactly what to do while we're out there and so on and so forth. And he was just really, he was like, you're really putting me on the spot here. You know, he kept saying things like that. And uh, it just got me yeah. thinking like, yo, I think Jurgen got some shooters out here, yo. <laughs> It's just no, right? nobody. Yeah, nobody wants to badmouth him. It's just like yo. It's like Jur Jurgen's watching. Yo, Jurgen, Jurgen Putin <laughs> out here. He got people listening, dog. You better not badmouth him. That's why. I mean, you know, when we interviewed uh, Juan Agudelo, they were sort of similar, right? We asked yeah. him the same question, and he was just like, "Well, I, you know, he Bruce just kind of lets us do our thing." Yeah, like it was a very. And, you know, it's also it wasn't it's funny because like when Agudelo did it, I was like, oh, that's media training. But you could see, I guess, because we couldn't really see his face. But now that I saw Omar Gonzalez, like go through all 12 stages of grief. I don't know if it's 12, uh, but he went through all of that in one like facial expressions. It was like uh, <laughs> uh, confusion then angry at the question acceptance. He did it all. It was it was wild to see. And, you know, I mean, nobody wants to shit on Jurgen other than the fans. Uh, but it's it's it, and 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 Jimmy Conrad. But it's funny to see like <laughs> how how much of a difference just I guess having a directive and objective makes it. You know, they they simply look happy. They look freer for sure. That is absolutely true. They look so happy to be out there, and they didn't under Jurgen at all. They they look like um uh you know when like. Animals that are like uh, that are rescues or whatever, or like they were mistreated by the original owners, and then they get to like a loving home, and then they can actually like frolic. That's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> they were skipping. <laughs> why? Why are the midfielders holding hands? <laughs> this is a new U.S. men's national team. That's hilarious. All right. So uh, speaking of Juan Agudelo, we were just talking about him. Uh, Juan, MLS uh, had some matches. MLS did have some matches. They were like international. What? No, yeah. no, thanks. I'm MLS good. MLS <laughs> continuing their their uh, I guess slogan for international weekends is we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yo, we ain't, we ain't never heard of you international. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new new season. Who dis? <laughs> so, uh, but there were three MLS matches, uh, and and two of them were actually very very exciting. So th that was actually uh, kind of a surprise because there were so many players uh, missing from from rosters. Yeah, two uh, of them were great. 
Uh, but two of them were re- really awesome. So we were talking about Juan Agudelo. New England Revolution did play against Minnesota United, uh, the Honduras of North <laughs> yes. America. Just about to say that. <laughs> uh, they, uh, dude, I mean, Minnesota did put two on the board. You know, uh, steps. We got to go baby steps, right? Every yeah. Everything they do, like we have to find one, one thing that they win, you know, <laughs> and, and how they won this week was they scored two goals. That, that's right. That is a victory. It's like, <laughs> progress. Not. It's not a victory in the record books by any means. No. Uh, you don't get points, but <laughs> you do. You do get us talking about it in a positive <laughs> way. By the way, I didn't get a chance to watch this match. I watched the condensed version of it, and let me tell you something. Uh, can we stop watching highlights of Minnesota matches? Because it's honestly like watching a snuff film. <laughs> it's mean, not it's, fair dude it's just me, i don't like watching it it, it, it makes it, me feel so it, bad it, it's like watching a, a a highlight of the harlem Globe trotters against the washington generals uh, not even it. because the washington generals it's like watching a boxing match that's just like very not level you know what i mean sure. it's like it's, it it's, feels like kids are getting beat up. That's how it feels <laughs> watching a Minnesota yeah. match. It's uh, it's like watching uh, Ray Rice box against his fiance. It's not fair. Yes, it's, yes. <laughs> it's like, but imagine that on a loop. <laughs> we don't need to see that thirty-four times in a season. No, <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, it's, it's so bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And look, for again, Minnesota. I don't know. I think they were they were. Uh, Maybe one or two that Molino was playing for for Trinidad. There were a couple yeah. players that that were on uh, international duty. Uh, Molino, not, they're they're big player, really. I mean, that's yeah. their biggest. They're they're, but, they're what was that seven hundred and fifty thousand? You know, Garber bucks. Garber bucks. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good. It's you can use it anywhere. It's good money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Accepted at all major Valero <laughs> gas stations. <laughs> <laughs> but it uh look I don't even look regardless of how many players uh Minnesota would have had that 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 were not uh, you know uh, on duty uh on for for international duty I don't know if it would have made much of a difference but New England had a absolute field day this every team must be just oh, I'm chomping at the bit to to play against Minnesota because it, it's it's a easy three points and Juan Agadello, uh, you know, the, our boy, Juan, uh, he really... He was... I mean, it really looked like uh, um, an, an MLS team playing against, like, a you know, a USL team or an NASL team. Or, or a co- high school. High school. Team, that he really took advantage. Uh, and, and he was, you know, uh, Minnesota... Their defense is, you know, I don't understand what they were thinking when they were sort of setting up this team. And uh, it, it's almost like it It reminds me of uh, like Mike D'Antoni when he was coaching the Knicks, you know, where where he was just like all offense. I don't care if we give up 400 points. We're just right, going to we're we're score, score 401. <laughs> 401. <laughs> but that's Minnesota's not good enough to do that. They have no. almost no uh, uh, reliability, no security when it comes to uh, their defense. And it's, but this it's, is what Adrian Heath is doing. He's he's changing the game. He's decided what if. All of our defenders don't know each other and have never played <laughs> together. What if? What if they're not even really defenders? You know, he's playing what, undercover what, boss. What if? What it's if the, I? The, the, I'm like this Minnesota season is undercover boss. What if you I? What if I uh, flash the the men in black light in front of them before every match so they don't yeah. know who they and are at or halftime, what just in case they develop any 
so they don't feel so they don't feel bad about the four goals they give up in the first half. So they don't they even don't remember. Even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I have no clue what they, what happened in the first half. I mean, honestly, it's like if you play Minnesota from now on, you should be forced to pull a kid from the uh, from the crowd and have that be your forward. Like that's <laughs> just it's one of the ball kids. Like, hey, ball yeah. kid, you're Come in. On. <laughs> or you know, and by the way, did uh, they they had that um, which is always a mistake, but they had that European keeper Alvage, Alvagbe, whatever the guy's name is. I don't know. Um, he's down. Uh, they had Shuttleworth was the one who started. Uh, Shuttleworth used to be over at uh, at um, uh, New England. He's oh, the one who started for Minnesota. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's right, that's right. So uh, you know they're they're making some changes, but. I don't think it's the keeper. You know, the keeper no. can't do it all on his own. And not at all. I mean, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even begin to even uh, suggest it's a flaw with the keeper. It's no. The, in fact, that's how all post game uh, speeches start. By the way, it's not your fault, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, how he just started. You, you give him a pat on the butt. You're like, yeah, you'll be fine. It's it's yeah, in fact, get up. Get up and stand next to us, the coaches. It's, it's those four. It's those four guys in front of you that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, it's I so, mean, it's so rough. I mean, really, Minnesota should just like be like a five-three-two team. I mean, I, why wouldn't they? I mean, they've given up so many goals. They uh, should be a seven-zero, <laughs> you know, seven-one-two. <laughs> they, they all hands on deck. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, I, we were. Uh, I was talking to uh, Kevin Hall, uh, another comedian who, who uh, uh, goes to NYCFC games with us. He plays. Uh, you know, he's also an NYCFC fan. He. Um, uh, was telling us he was asking me how many goals do you think uh, uh, you know Minnesota's going to give up this season and and because they had they've already given up seventeen so uh, you, uh, it, 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 the question for a second I'm just like why are you even asking that question of course they're not going to give up that many it's like but then right. once he once he told me the number from you know after three matches or four what is this the, the fourth one uh, right. after four matches uh, to give up. Uh, 17 goals. I mean, they, they're gonna, they might hit triple digits, right? Yeah. That, and that's not normal at all, ever. <laughs> it's, you should not be a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your goal differential should be minus 75. <laughs> that, can't, that can't be it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's bad. And, and look, it, it's exciting. Look, I, you know, watching Juan get, get those two goals, which were... And he looked great. He, he looked, looked so great. He looked great. I think this is, this is the boost to all, every, every sort of player who's in like a, a, a goal drought or whatever... Arsenal right. Arsenal should be playing Minnesota United just to lift their spirits, you know? Yeah, so I could watch them draw nil-nil. Get out of here. <laughs> Imagine. Get out of here. <laughs> Wenger can't even get a zipper up on the coat. You know, it's, it'd be a mess. You know, but, we, we've... we've uh, on this podcast, we've, we've you know we talk about Minnesota because they're a new team and and we're obviously interested in in their progress. But this is... It, it's getting a little... Uh, I'm not even... I'm not saying like... Now is the point to worry because it was like after the first match, it was the point to worry. Uh, but m- my main concern is I, I don't want every game for Minnesota to sort of be like this. And and as fun as it is to see teams score on them, the, the matches themselves are are pretty, you know, unentertaining because they, they, we know that they're going to get demolished. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, again, it's like watching a snuff film. You know ahead of time, oh, this poor girl in the car is going to die at the end of this thing. You sure. know what I mean? It's just, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad for the league. I, I, I'll forward you a link to a snuff film also. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's not going to make me come like the <laughs> Kapulisic. Uh, <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> oh, boy. You know, ever since that guy told us him and his stepson listen to the show, I feel like I've started making more got, terrible, yeah. non-family friendly references. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because you're too, you're too tempted. You because you know yeah. it's the know thing you're there. not. Yeah, you're not like, right. oh no, I shouldn't do this. So I'm it's gonna. Like do my it. wife walks away. I'm like, don't, don't, don't eat the cake because it's for the guests. Yeah, the and guests it's also going to show up. You got and it's cake. also breakfast. So take yeah. it. <laughs> you know, my aunt always had coffee and a slice of cake for breakfast, and she's the thinnest out of all of us. So maybe she's figured it out. <laughs> uh, all right. So I, 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 it's hard for me to watch Minnesota highlights. I and I've watched some of the matches, and they show those moments of brilliance. You know, they they have that great build up, and they really don't know what they're doing in the final third. And the defenders are just like, I mean, from now on, the the, the announcers should be forced to play yakety sacks through the yeah. entire like over the speakers through the entire well, game. Even the, you know, even just well, that's actually the clown song. But it's just it's bad. It's bad to watch. Even their first goal by Colin Warner. Which was a great goal. Uh, and, yeah. Oh crap. Are you Hello? still recording? I'm still recording. I haven't stopped. All right, me too. Okay. I was saying they should be forced to play yakety sax over the speakers during the match. Oh sure, yeah. Minnesota match because it's just <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing. It's the end of a Benny Hill episode for 90 minutes. The look, e- even with the, the the first goal uh, from from Minnesota, Colin Warner scored a great goal, uh, uh, bottom right corner, great shot. But it it, it came up through just like uh, a weird deflection, and it bounced back, and it, and you know it landed at his feet, and it was a, it was a great pass back. But th- that seems to be how they're scoring their goals. They're, they're, yeah, they're... it wasn't like a run of play. It's either a penalty that Molino hits, or it's yeah. one of these like oddball goals. The, the, they're they're messy, you know, uh, not and not Leo messy. No, no, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> they're the exact opposite of messy. Uh, Does even... Leo have a brother who's never done anything with his life? Because it's that messy. It's yeah. Kyle, Kyle messy. That's <laughs> that's from now on. If you're just a complete mess, I'm going to call you Kyle messy. So. So, you know, uh, what do they call the, the Minnesota United supporters? The, the dark clouds? Dark you know? clouds. Appropriately named. Appropri- I mean, the dark clouds have a dark cloud over them. Because yes, for sure. <laughs> it's, uh, it's cause for concern. Hopefully there'll be some improvement. But I, I think for the next couple of weeks, it's going to be uh, uh, just more, more of the same. But, you know, let's, look. Let's say right now, uh, how many points do you think they will have by the end of the season? Um, uh I think they at least win six matches. You're out of your mind. But go ahead. You were saying. I I think they win six. Plus a couple of draws. They got to get a couple of draws in there. So. You're uh, so out of your mind. Maybe 20, 20. You're way out. Oh my gosh. 22. 22. That's. They can win. You're out of your mind. (laughs) Have you started doing heavy drugs? 20. You are. 22. That's what I'm thinking. I I can't. John, yeah. no, you're so wrong. Uh, I'm going 13 points. Man, that, that's that's bad, man. I mean, it's a bad. I'll look give at- them 15. Look, I'll give them 15. I'll give them 15 just because I think they they're able to squeak out. Maybe they start defending heavily and they get a bunch of draws like no nils. So I'll give them 15. You, are, you, and that's actually no. I'm going back to 12. I'm going back to 12. <laughs> <laughs> 
It doesn't feel like I'm actually taking one off the 13. I'm going down to 12. They're going to get 12. That is the most they're going to get this season. If anyone listening right now wants to tell us, start tweeting at us, let us know, shoot us an email, let us know how many points do you think Minnesota? We got to do something. We got to do a giveaway for whoever gets the closest. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. So keep listening uh, and, you know, follow us on Twitter or whatever. We'll, we'll decide what the sort of stipulations are. If you get it on the nose, you will win something. I promise you that. It's going to be cool. Maybe I'll talk to Elvis. Maybe we'll get you like a dope uh, on the volley apparel shirt or something. Yeah, we'll figure something out. So uh, uh, we'll cover a couple quick things, then we'll get to our interview. The, uh, the This game was actually very, very entertaining. Columbus against Portland, uh, a, a match that I didn't expect sort of too much from. I, th- I think Portland looks like the best team uh, in the league right now. And uh, they and they played very well, and we were and there was already four goals in the first half. Hot game. I mean, I think uh, uh, both teams. Uh, um, I, I I don't know. I guess Columbus. I, I just didn't really expect too much from, but I think they're they're finding a little bit of their form. But they they got a late winner uh, and uh, a big win, a really big win for for undefeated. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, especially for a team undefeated like the Portland and Timbers. And you know, Merrim looks great. You know, you know, Iguain missed a lot of last year. It's going to take a while to get that rapport going. Luckily, MLS, because of the playoff structure, the first few matches aren't do or die, which means Minnesota could still win the cup. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a cup for your tears. Uh, is what they're going to win. Um, but, it's, a you know, sol- it's a solo cup also. It's a, sol- it's a, a previously used and washed out <laughs> solo cup. Uh, but Which probably is what the MLS handed out first season as the cup. Um, but... Anything can happen, you know, from this point, because, again, the first few matches don't matter. So it's, like, great to see Columbus, which just has a great squad, sort of get their rapport going. But that and the next match just had no one in the stands, man. What's going on in Columbus? What's going on at Red Bull Arena? Hold on. I wouldn't say nobody was there. I mean, it wasn't full, but it wasn't nobody. It, wasn't- it was so empty, dude. It's And I get that the Columbus one isn't downtown, you know, but you know what's but, going on with the fans, man. I, it's tough to say. I mean, it, it, I, I I think uh, early on in the season, it is uh, some cities are, are are much colder than others. And Sad that that's an excuse. It, it, look, it's it's difficult to 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 dismiss that as a, as an excuse when you know we also go to NYCFC games and it's when it's like 28 degrees and it's, it's yeah, a bit there were triple the amount of people at the last match during a snowstorm. There was triple the amount of people that there was in Columbus, in Columbus. and probably Red Bull put together. Well, there's, there's also 8 million people in New York city. So that helps. Oh, well the Red Bull supposedly are in New York city. So <laughs> no, we know where they are. <laughs> yeah, we all we all know where they but are. This uh, this ma- this match was great. This super entertaining. Uh, yeah, and I got I do. I really love watching Portland play, man. You know, you know. I didn't. I was really worried about. Uh, you know, um, what's his face? Nagby on the left, and God, it looks great. Yeah, you know. For just a, a, a quick side note. Uh, I love. Uh, we got a message from uh, Igor Igor Mortis. Uh, he hit us up on Twitter at Igor Mortis thirteen. The the, the, the official the official Cooligans tattoo artist tattoo artist in Portland uh, in Portland. But he, oh, by the he, way, Igor, if you're listening, go to Sizzle Pie. Those are my homies. Tell them that. Um, 
you know, tell I, I can't forget the guy with the long hair. Tell him you uh, you know Alexis, uh, and he met me during the uh, Pizza Expo. I work for Scott's Pizza Tours. Uh, those guys are great. I would love if they got more business. They're absolutely awesome. Sizzle Pie out in Portland. Shouts all to them. All right. So, but he did mention uh, for you to <laughs> to never play as the Portland Timbers again in because he blames me. <laughs> he blames me for <laughs> Portland's loss in real life. Which, if we're all being honest, might actually be the reason an undefeated team lost. <laughs> I might be that bad juju that. Sent their way. Uh, I apologize, and I'm, I may have to do it again at some point. But I really don't want to fuck it up for you. But uh, the, the overall game was very entertaining, like I said. But I, I think the most exciting part of this match was the Ola Kamara goal. Uh, oh man, chipping over uh, uh, Jake Gleason from this outside was, the box. from outside the box. Also, it, it, it's it's a uh, it's one of those. Was the shot amazing, or was the goalkeeping that poor? No, uh, you know what? It's it's not because uh, keepers run out all the time. It takes a certain amount of balls to kick a ball in that sort of chip pattern, knowing the keeper's so, running out. So how so, many? So how many balls does Ola Kamara have? Uh, how many of this certain amount of them does he have? Three more does he, than Minnesota is going to have points by the end of the season. <laughs> so he will have, he will have more than twenty two, according to me. Ola Kamara has more than twenty two balls, and according oh. to you. <laughs> According to you, he has more than 13 balls. Okay. <laughs> Ola Kamara has more balls than Minnesota will have points by the end of the season. That might be one of the most awesome and dumbest things that's ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it was incredible. What a, like he, he look Kai Kamara leaving was always obviously a big concern for Columbus, but Ola Kamara, the, the replacement Kamara that grows right out of the ground uh, we see how incredible he was. <laughs> right. And when Ola leaves, there's going to be another Kamara. It's just, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a Kamara uh, factory out yeah, in Columbus, the, Ohio. It's a, well, it's an organic Kamara farm. So Right, you know. right. Free range. Free range <laughs> Kamaras only. <laughs> they're treated well, those Kamaras. Yeah, they're happy Kamaras. You can't be out here with some old, you know, drugged up Kamaras that can't even fly. You need... <laughs> Some happy free range Kamaras. That's right. So uh, look, and, and uh, a, a late goal in the 84th minute from uh, from uh, Nico Hansen. And th- this was again, but Ola Kamara sort of set this up. There was a uh, a cross. I think it was from Finley. I don't remember exactly who it was, but Kamara uh, chested the ball, you know, in like as a shot uh, because it, it, it came. It was just at, at a weird height. Right. Uh, Chested it into Gleason. Gleason parries it away. Uh, also, a little bit of a, a just a, a bad. It's like in, in hockey when you you leave a like a juicy rebound. That that's sort of what uh, Gleason did. He just, he he left it basically, you know, for for Nico Hansen, and he just and he hit it right in. Uh, yeah, it, it was a a game that Portland probably should have gotten a result from, but Columbus, uh, you know, they stuck it out and they, and they took all three points. And I like Leeson a lot. I think he's a, he's one of those like stoic type goalkeepers that has a lot of um you know just a lot of authority and 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 sort of leads the back line really well. But he's had some major missteps these first few matches. I don't know if that's something that's going to come to bite them in the ass as we go along because he you know he's also played really really well. But you know when it comes to goalkeeping, it's with those one or two mistakes that could cost you really important matches. So that's something that I'm really interested in looking at as we go along, just to see how um how he continues to play because if he continues to play like he played the last few years, he's going 
going to be great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably safe to say, you know, Portland is definitely a playoff team. I mean, they should be there. I don't, oh, it, yeah, for sure. Compared to, you know, the difference from uh, last season and this season, it's uh, it's a, a whole new team. For, you but, know, you know, MLS, it's about who gets hot at the right time. So right now it's, you know, yeah, build the rapport and, and, and you know, fine. But, you know, with when it comes to MLS, it's about, you know, getting on that hot streak. I mean, you know, if you don't believe me, go back and look at Seattle's record. Go back and listen to our, our episodes with uh, Matt Pence. We weren't sure they were going to make the playoffs, and they lifted <laughs> the cup. So Yeah. So um, the, the other match I will talk about very briefly. Why, why are we talking about it? No well, goals yeah. happened, <laughs> no goals and no happened. one was there to see it if they did. Okay? <laughs> the Red Bulls did play against uh, Real Salt Lake. It was a nil-nil nil draw. Uh, it, it was a game where both teams had uh, good chances. And Tons of chances. Very, very surprising from Bradley Wright Phillips to have – Open headers, just missed. I mean, there, there was no real excuse. Uh, there was no excuse uh, for no goals to happen in this game. They, very surprising, uh, uh, and and probably easily the Red Bulls easily regret not getting anything out of this because they had great great chances. And RSL obviously they just fired their coach. Uh, they're you know slight sort of disarray, and they could have taken advantage of that, and they did not. Yeah, and you know. <sighs> RSL could have, this could have been like a 4-3 match. You know what I mean? It's just no one found the back of the net. Everyone had chances. Everyone missed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a bummer of a match. But at least we, we had two uh, good matches out of the, from this international uh, break. Uh, 66% of your matches are great. That's a good week. Yeah. So um, we'll get... Uh, yeah, we'll get to the... You want to go to the interview, Alexis? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Let's for sure. We've been and, talking for you know, a while. Again, Chris James, John Cullen, great podcast that they have. If you guys are Whitecaps fans and you're listening to this, uh, you now have something to listen to right after our podcast. That's uh, right. Which is, and, and these guys are hilarious. They, you know, the, they're, they each have like individual podcasts that go up on porn sites. It's just wild. It's just, <laughs> yeah, but this is, this is a, a, the, the, the thing that's going to start happening where comedians is going to start uh, you know, contributing something to the MLS world, which I think the MLS was missing. So it's good. I, I, I like this trend, you know? Even yeah, though, me too. And, e- and we even were though, here to foster this. That's right. And even though they are our enemies and we, we hate them, uh, we, right. we, we, they we, will die. They will die. <laughs> right. No, that's not, let's not get crazy. They won't get, they won't make it to a fifth episode of their podcast. No. You know, they, look, they just need to know that the hit is out. We're just waiting for all the other chips to fall in the right place. You know? Correct, correct. So, yeah, we're waiting for, you know, our, our Florio to come to from on a boat from Italy right. uh, to do the job. Right, and he's not staying in my house because my Carmelo will not be looked at in that manner. So uh, we, we spoke uh, with Chris James. Uh, great, great uh, conversation. Super funny. And comedy's taking over. Soccer, guys. Get used to it. So get ready. I hope ready. y'all like it. I hope <laughs> y'all like it because like we ain't going anywhere. <laughs> and I can't wait for these guys to come to New York. I'd love to do some uh, video content with them. It's going to be great. All right. So, uh, uh, so we'll play the interview uh, right after these messages. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Quick break here. I just want to tell you a little bit about On the Volley Apparel. You've heard it so many times. Some of you actually went out and bought some of the gear. It's absolutely incredible. Once again, my favorite hoodie I've ever had in my entire life. Great gear. They make great stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Big I, fan of the podcast as well. Yeah, it's uh, uh, they make uh, yeah, soccer-inspired clothing. Look, you've heard us talk about it before. You've seen uh, you've seen us wearing uh, some of the clothing on, on our videos. Yeah, we're always wearing it on the videos. Uh, it's great stuff. It's, it's urban-inspired. 
It is hip hop. It's a little hood. It's, it's a, a little, little soccer, but it's all dope. Super high quality, very comfortable, and not very expensive. And it's even less expensive exactly. because you listen to us. Exactly. So if you uh, if you use the promo code Cooligans, uh, you'll receive thirty uh, percent off. Uh, that's incredible. That's, that's a hot deal. Come on now. Hot deal. So make sure you use the promo code COOLIGANS. Look, they uh, right before the MLS season, there's a lot of new uh, uh, apparel, uh, you know, coming out. Sure. So you can, you can check it out there. And they got a whole bunch of new designs and stuff coming out. And again, get their hoodies, get their sweatshirts. They're incredibly comfortable. They got cool T-shirts. They got like three-quarter length sleeves. They even got stuff for the ladies. They have stuff for, they have, they have stuff for uh, actual gameplay. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They, they have, so listen, if you didn't get something for your girl on Valentine's Day... Hustle up, get something, you get yourself 30% off, make her feel a little better at the end of the week when you get that shipment. And look what I got you. It's on the volley. <laughs> and like, yo, isn't this the same thing Alexis and Christian wear? And then you're the, how, what, you watching them when I'm not around? And That's then right. you can have an argument you, because you, how much the girl loves us. You sort that out, right. yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, we're, we're not trying to uh, ruin any uh, relationships. No, it's, not or our fault. it's not our fault. We're too pretty. <laughs> but make sure go to onthevalleyapparel.com, onthevalleyapparel.com, and uh, and use the promo code COOLIGANS, and you'll get 30% off. So Three make sure. zero, 30% off. It's a great deal. So uh, do that right now. Yeah, we're back. We're back, everybody. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, we, we always tease these uh, interviews uh, because we absolutely love it. We get a chance to talk to players or journalists. But this is absolutely new for us. Uh, two other comedians in Canada, Bizarro, Alexis and Christian, <laughs> yeah. um, have started a podcast in Canada. Our, our doppelganger. Yeah. Our Canadian doppelganger. Yeah, yeah. Are much nicer. Uh, so where I won't apologize, these guys come in for us. Um, but they're actually hilarious, and um, we've kind of met one of them before. They come through New York all the time. We haven't been to Vancouver yet, but we got to get out there. But these guys decided decided to start the only Whitecaps podcast because none had existed before them. Yeah, it's crazy because there's there's clearly twenty one other MLS teams. <laughs> yeah, uh, who and they obviously neglect them because they've never heard of any of the other uh, teams. That of course not. Yeah, they've, <laughs> they, in fact, Whitecaps are the only club in the MLS only club compared, in uh, according to these guys. Uh, but and the, if by the way, if you're listening to this, going, wait a minute, I listened to another Whitecaps podcast. We're about to change that. Uh, <laughs> you're about to listen to the only Whitecaps podcast after this. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, Chris James. Hey, Chris. What's hey. up, man? Oh, how's it going, guys? Thanks no. so much for having me. No problem. Welcome to the Cooligans. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. that you. So, yeah, that's cool. You guys mentioned we're the only Whitecaps podcast. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what you guys that, say. <laughs> well, a lot of people on Twitter have been trying to dispute that fact, although there's a lot of fake news. We all know nowadays there's, who knows what's real and not on exactly. Twitter. But a lot of people, no one's linked me to anything that's concrete that can tell me there's ever been another Whitecast podcast. So no. those, are all, those are all uh, Breitbart articles. Yeah, How, yeah, that's who knows where the source alternative is. Alternative podcasts is what they <laughs> yes, are. that's right. That's and what right. I love well, about yeah. it is that you've been on another podcast, or, uh, or at least you or your, one of your co-hosts uh, has been on another uh, Whitecast podcast but that also does not exist <laughs> yeah that's weird he, he they claim he was on it but uh yeah we're not sure to be honest but th- this is this is exciting because uh look especially when it comes to mls there are not many comedians that give MLS that much attention. What, what, what? I'll go one step further. There's not that many entertaining people <laughs> that give MLS a lot of attention. If you if yeah, you've seen some of the content, true. and and I noticed that if there were another White Cows podcast, you would say it would probably be really dry and uh, have absolutely no entertainment value <laughs> to it at all. And I think that's why we also started what we're doing is because we yeah. were tired of seeing you know uh, gym rats talking to a camera. 
as opposed to people with personalities. And, and that's where you guys came in. What inspired you to actually do it? Because I know you have another podcast. You have a, a podcast that's all about Bar Rescue, uh, the television oh, yeah. show. Uh, to be, yeah, that's like a live video one, and we stream it on a, on a sex website, chatterbait.com. Perfect. And, uh, so <laughs> that's kind of like a weird thing that I do. But, uh, I mean, I'm a stand-up comedian. John and I are both stand-up comedians. And uh, we have had season tickets to White House for a number of years. We stand in the Southsiders, which is a supporters section. And we, we love the, the team, and we, we would always talk about it. You know, we would get together and talk about it after the game anyway. So we thought, why not just do it on a microphone and see if people enjoy it? And it turns out they don't. They hate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome to our conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Well, that's actually one of the cool things because I do a lot of weird stuff. Like I said, I mean, I, my other show is about Bar Rescue and it's on a sex website. It's, you know, it's mostly dealing with fans, people I know who would like that kind of thing. But this is interesting because there's real Whitecaps fans who have no idea of my comedy or my tone or anything and they just hate what they hate what they say this why is this guy always talking about jacking off That's what, they yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> what i love about it is like people people who are used to listening to soccer content aren't used to hearing sarcasm so no, exactly so when you present it at first they they deny that it's that it exists they hate the yeah. fact that it's happening and then at some point some catch on so that's what we have to do it's like we catch a lot of fish, but we can't get them in the boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. We, we, we like to ban people from our show. Like anyone who says anything bad, like says like, we, I don't want to listen to this. Then we tell them you're banned now. Like we like to ban people who don't want to listen anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a kind of a, it's just a funny bit. We like, we bring up the banned list on each episode, you know, but then like, yeah, some people don't get, but then a lot of people play along with it. Even people who I don't think originally got it, they start to get it and they play along. Well, it's, it's similar, like you guys started your podcast for, for very similar reasons that we did. We, we know we're season ticket holders for NYCFC, yeah, and you know we were joking uh, around a lot, like at the games, and this, you know, at, at, during their first year, we started noticing that. Uh, uh, you know, when we would go to comedy clubs, we would try to talk to other comics about soccer, and maybe some of them knew about like Premier League and things like that, but they didn't know anything about MLS. But what what I find so odd is that there's there's almost like no sense of humor in soccer to some degree. We were talking about even just like sarcasm. Yeah, there's like light banter in in England, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. But when I it mean, comes, to one, the, 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 there is one type of humor, and like from like I'm, I support Manchester United. The, I know it's a very obvious, but since I was a little kid, I have, and I'm a big fan of theirs. And so I'll follow the Twitter while, while the match goes on. And the, the real humor is in how outrageously vicious they are and how, like, unhappy with everything they are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, like, that's, like, humorous from an outsider looking at, like, there's a guy who claims, like, he, he, the lineup comes out and he says he's going to kill his German shepherd or, or kill his dog. And he, put, he shows a picture of it in the washing machine. <laughs> and you're like, holy crap, man. <laughs> there is like something, and, something's and, in yeah. the water in Manchester. <laughs> yeah, so they take it so seriously, and that's funny. But you're right. As far as, like, there's the odd one that kind of has a little bit, but most of them take it so deadly seriously. Yeah, and, and for us, I don't think there's anything, including, in my case, my health, that I take seriously. <laughs> I just, you know, I can't. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where it's like we, we joke about everything. Everything is an opportunity to be, uh, you know, funny for us. And, and you guys get it. And I listen back. You guys are only three episodes in. Yeah, we, we just started this season. That's right. Yeah, so the beginning of this season is when we started it. So you're going to uh, do one every week. And, um, yeah. You've been following. You've been following the, the the club for how long now? 
I mean, I've been following the club since the, the, its inception. I mean, I've been following the club. They used to be the the Whitecaps a long time ago. They, they, they were then the Vancouver 86ers. They played in the USL in a different stadium. And then um, so the, the franchise itself has been around since I was born. And I've followed, you know, I've played soccer and watched since I was, you know, five years old. But, yeah, they've been in the MLS, I guess, since 2011. Yeah. So yeah, I've followed since then, and the the ups or the up and the downs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had that one good run. I for some reason I don't know why, I mm-hmm. still believe that you are the team you were two years ago. Yeah, which well, we're not. No, no, apparently not. But I keep because you know I thought back. Who was the? Um, I still remember that one Hasley goal, which is incredible. That yeah, Eric Hasley greatest goal in MLS history, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I probably it'd be hard to disagree on that. Um, mm-hmm. Besides every goal David Villa has ever scored, uh, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but on that beautiful football pitch, Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, you're on a, you're on a CFL pitch, so <laughs> with curtains. Oh man, it looks beautiful though. You should see it. Actually, made the there was a list on four four two magazine had the best football stadiums in the world, and it was actually up there in the top one hundred. Actually, made made the ranking. Okay. Uh, you so know what? Actually, it's, it, the term. Turf is, is, is garbage. It sucks that we have to play on turf and it and it we don't get players because of it. But the actual stadium itself is very nice to watch games. I was going to ask Yankee, about Yankee that. Yankee Stadium sucks to watch games. In. Uh, I know because I watched one. Uh, it's actually pretty good if you're sitting in the supporter section, and at least it's real grass. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you. Well, at least real grass and dirt. <laughs> I was going to say like yeah, like seventy percent real grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But is there is there any interest in in them moving to a, a soccer specific stadium or? Getting like from funding. the supporters, from the supporters, there's massive interest. The problem is that they they tried to get funding for it when the team started. There was actually a, a site for it uh, at that in water, uh, waterfront area of Vancouver in East Vancouver, and they had a site and everything, and they just couldn't get funding from the city to build a soccer specific stadium. And so now it looks like there's no chance it'll happen. So that's it, just turf forever. I mean, there's no chance that they can sort of lay sod over that or something. Well, I'll tell you what, though, guys. The Leonard Doozy, he's our GM. He tells us it's the best turf in the world. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. How, how comforting! <laughs> well, I trust Leonard Spicer. What was his name? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leonard Doozy. He's actually a Canadian soccer legend. Is Bob, he? Bob Leonard Doozy is his name. Yeah, but but he played the World Cup and everything in the eighties when when Canada was good. But yeah, Leonard Leonard Doozy. They they always try to push that, but it, yeah, it, it it sucks, man, because you know Drogba doesn't come and play, and I mean you know it's a, the, not only do we not bring players here, but the big players on other teams won't play against us sometimes, and uh, that's the worst. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, Henri famously also wouldn't play on turf. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. that, that when he was, no, when he was on the Red Bulls, he just wouldn't travel. To any of the other, uh, I think it was um, New England. If I remember, mm-hmm. there was a lot of uh, talk, and I remember on Twitter, some of the you know Arsenal fans were going at Red Bull fans, uh, saying like, "Leave him alone, he's a legend." But I think it was uh, you know the uh, playoff implications, and he still wouldn't play. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and because yeah. it, it kills your what is it your hamstrings? I guess I don't know. I think knees. I think a lot of. I think it's just bad on everything. I think most likely, in my opinion, Thierry Henry actually had that agreement before he played with them. And that's why I think that it was like, that's that's what I think. I think he said, I'll sign with this, but I'm not playing the games on turf. That's what I think he said. But Probably, anyways, right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but anyways, so do we want to talk about the match at all? Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, so let's let's go through a couple <laughs> of the match. I mean, let's, let's talk about... Uh, well, you know, before we talk about the actual matches, what happened? Because from everything I've heard and read, it seemed like the only thing you guys have been missing for two years is someone mm-hmm. who can score. You got Freddie yeah. Montero. You brought him back. Cascadia legend. 
he's a great player and he's going to be great for us. He's going to score goals. And I think we'll make the playoffs because we have a, a player of that quality and we have some more quality as well. But um, anyone who said we were only missing that was deadly wrong because we're, we're really, really missing someone in the center of the park to control the game. We don't have someone to do that. And it's a glaring error uh, or, or uh, a, a glaring area where we need to fill. Uh, that's why they keep talking about Atiba Hutchinson, who's at Bestikas in Turkey. He's a Canadian national and, you know, there's hope yeah. that he would come. But yeah, the And he's a creative, creative mid is what you're looking for? Yeah, he's a holding midfield. He's a Michael Bradley type, Michael Bradley type. So a, a defensively minded holding, distributing box to box midfielder. And that's that's what we we lack. We have Matthias Laba, who's a defensive only midfielder, and we have no one to move the ball. And 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 when you watch our games, you can see it. It's just there's no one to move the ball out of the back. Yeah, for the most part, I would say in the matches I've watched, in the MLS matches and even the CCL match, the the Whitecaps look defensively. They look okay. They, it's not like you're you're that sort of concerned. I mean, you, when you see a giant man like Waston sort of mm-hmm. just covering, you, you you're fairly uh, comfortable. But going f- the big concern, or uh, even the last two matches. Uh, I don't know if these red cards are an issue of, like, character. Is there or, a bonus they're getting? Because <laughs> Frank Shea's going to buy a boat. Is there some incentive for these red cards? Because they were I was, they were brutal. Like, the, the Vancouver Whitecaps... Like, I don't think the Vancouver Whitecaps are as bad as they seem because they've just yeah. made poor errors in these in these last two matches. It's true. We went up 2-0 against San Jose. Yeah. And then and then our, our goalie, David said, who is a great goalie, one of the best in the league. For yeah, sure. always he, in my fantasy he, squad. He's a great goalie. He's definitely one of the best. But he, he um, I don't know. I think he made a bad decision. But I think it's instinctive. The guy was in on a breakaway. I think it was Wondolowski was in on a breakaway yeah. and uh, clean in and he and he and he beat Usted and Usted stuck his foot out and tripped him which is automatic red card and so he he just instinctually I think he did it because when you're up 2-0 I think you got to let him score there we were controlling the game we we're playing well but yeah as soon as that happened it all changed and then yeah last game it was nil-nil against Toronto FC at home and uh, Breck Shea he took a yellow card for a challenge and then a red card for saying fuck you to the ref. Yeah, yeah. He told him to go <laughs> why, fuck himself. Why in the world did he do he that? He doubled down on it, too. He's like, well, did you I just say a, that? A, you, and yeah, he was like, yeah, I said that. <laughs> that was the problem. See, I gave him, when I was in the stadium, because I was there watching the game, so I didn't see it on the on the big screen until afterwards or like on the replay. So I thought I thought it was bullshit. I said, you can't send someone off for saying something. You know, it's people, they swear all the time in, the, in professional football, you know? Yeah. But, but then the thing when you see on the replay that the ref asked him did you say that and he's like yes i did then that's a little bit i mean he gave you an opportunity to say no i didn't sir i apologize or something like that and he doubled down like you said and, yeah and how do stupidity as a canadian how do you feel about that because i look at that and i'm like yo that's gangster that's the dude i want on my team right there well he's an american yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's staying on brand, so he's yeah, for sure. He's a, to be honest, I think he might be a low key Trump supporter. To be <laughs> honest, yeah, I like it because his, on his Twitter he has this photograph, and he's he's got an American flag tank top, and he's holding two assault rifles. Yeah, oh, I, he's so just I, he's he's eccentric. I, I think he voted for like a patch of grass. To be <laughs> yeah, honest, right. I, I know what you mean. He's like a painter and stuff like that. Yeah, he's he's kind of a complicated guy. I think very. And yeah. I I know that the biggest issue with him, even when he was at Stoke, people were like, they're never sure if they get through to him. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you see it. You're seeing that now. But I remember yeah, when I mean, he was at FC Dallas, I loved him because. 
he was one of those dudes that, like, if you went up to him and you were rough, he would just push you off. I like that attitude. I mean, yeah. maybe that's going too far. I think I think the real issue is that when somebody with a man bun says, fuck you, yeah. th- you lose your mind. You're of like, well, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's be clear here. He actually didn't have a man bun at the game. He had two ponytails. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> that's right. He had a top and a bottom ponytail. <laughs> he had two ponytails. The ref couldn't believe I, it. Yeah. And I, and I would say it to my, to my buddy, I, when you, because you know when you're younger, I don't know if you guys played footy when you were younger, but when, when, when I was younger, everyone had black boots except for one one guy would also have white boots you know like yeah. you have white and that that white boot if you have the white boots you better be the best fucking player on the <laughs> for field. sure you better be fucking good you better be not megan guy you better be you know and and that's how i feel about a double ponytail if you're if you're if you're gonna sport a you fine go out put a double ponytail on yeah. you better be the best player on the pitch yeah you, you can't come in here you can't come in here no. peacocking and then be <laughs> mediocre. Exactly. Don't be it showboating is. and then have nothing to back well, it that, up. Well, that's I what mean, it's so peacocking too, because he lo- he looks like a fucking peacock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, that was Jeez. a big complaint like David Beckham had to deal with, right? Because he was like this pretty boy, he's dating a Spice Girl, and every, right. everybody, oh, he's everything's gonna get to his head. But he was like, no, I yeah. am. Yeah, I'm gorgeous, and I'm gonna humiliate and you. And then he launches yeah. a thirty yard pass <laughs> that knocks a you know a hot dog right off of a guy's hand, and yeah, he. he he arguably has more quality than Breck Shea. Arguably. Um, I think we could argue the point otherwise. <laughs> uh, we could debate I, that. We liked Breck Shea when he came in the first couple. But, yeah, in, in the Tigers match before that, you guys watched that as well. Obviously. Yes. Um, and he had that just a awful dive, just a terrible yeah, yeah. dive it, it, trying to, to win a penalty. And, and the keeper saw it coming, too, so he pulled out of the challenge, and it just looked even worse. He's three yeah. feet away, and he... Yeah, so it's tough to support a guy who's acting this way, but we're going to give him a few more weeks, I think. Nice. And also, when you're playing one of those Mexican clubs, they're like experts at that stuff, you know? Yes, they get, yes they get, true. They, they could draw fouls from nothing, so I don't I don't mind him going, like, watch what I can do, and then just failing because I've been there oh, so many times on stage. It's embarrassing, though. Oh, true, true. Yeah. I, know, I, know the, I know the feeling of definitely going for a big bet and then just looking around and the keeper's three feet away from you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the big act out and nothing, and you're just stuck in this awkward I, position. I always talk about that. I don't do big. I do, I do generally just jokes. You know, I don't do a lot of huge act outs. You know, yeah. but um, but I always talk about people with big closers. You know, like someone who has a big closer. It's like a musical closer, or it involves them like falling over onto the ground. Or oh, something. too much. Yeah. I mean, that, when, that's when what you, I need to do that when I help my stool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I when I see them do it in a big crowd and it gets a big laugh. I always still picture the night where no one's there and they still have to do it. And then they're <laughs> laying on the ground after they've just like dumped water on their head. And there's right. just two people sitting there and then they have to get up and dust themselves off. And The best yeah, is when they have to do that because that's the joke on the shirt for the merch. <laughs> and they have to do the joke <laughs> to sell the merch. <laughs> for everyone listening who's not a comedian, the shirts you buy at the end, sometimes they have like a reference to a joke that was said on stage. Mm-hmm. So if you have those shirts on you, you have to say that joke. And sometimes yes. it's like a big to-do joke. There's like a musical like cue. And every other comic on the show, if there's no one in the audience, you watch that joke just to see oh, yeah. the pain in their eyes going through this joke. Because you have to do it to make any it. money. Oh, it's yeah. the best. It's the worst and the best all at the same time. I, d- I did a show in, in Connecticut uh, once 
and I'll, I'll say this guy's name because he's awful. <laughs> this guy, older guy, Chips Cooney. You ever heard of this name? No. <laughs> that's a, that's it sounds name. racist. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He sounds racist. He does his comedy in blackface. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while wearing uh, while wearing a KKK outfit. <laughs> no, no. Old old white guy. Old Chips Cooney. And, uh, he he got he was headlining. He got his like I guess fame from uh, America's Got Talent. He was on the show and he and he did a, a bit called the oldest. A Chippendales dancer, oh, or, no. or, or the first Chippendales dancer. He was like the first guy, uh, and now, he, now he's old. So his closing bit is him uh, getting naked. Also, I forgot to mention, he also does magic for his first 20 minutes. Of course of he does. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that when you said Cooney. Yeah, Chips Cooney. Yeah. So then, then he, uh, so he does his magic, then he does a, a, a couple of bits, and then he does his, his closing bit is... Uh, uh, first Chippendales dancer. He starts to strip. He has a, a boombox. Of course. Play, starts playing music. He starts stripping. So I was, I was two nights, two nights. I was doing one show each. First night, I never, I never heard of him. Never saw him. I see him do this bit. Levels the room. The room goes crazy. Of course. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. like, to the point where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I writing yeah. jokes? You're what? practicing dance moves in the back of the room, <laughs> losing my mind. I'm like, how are these people into this? Going crazy. Second night, he goes up. He like cries a little, a little tougher on everybody, but he still does this bit. He still does the the, the yeah. first trip and does dance his bit. And same thing, getting naked, Boom nothing, box, nothing, nothing, <laughs> yes. just oh, co- committing. And it's he has terrible little bits. Like so, he has like a he he takes off his shirt to reveal like a, a pacemaker. Uh, he, <laughs> he's in his underwear, and then he, at one point he turns around. He has like tidy whities He turns around, and then he has like a, a shit stain, of course, on the on the back. Oh, what? That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Chris is gonna Chris, steal that one. Chris is like, oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna check this guy out. Uh, the back of a yuck yucks are like, have you heard of this genius, Chips Cooney? <laughs> hey, how do you know yuck yucks? Oh, come on, who doesn't? Oh, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, and then second night, look, he literally got. Absolutely nothing, and it made me so happy. Yeah, just it, th- that was the thing that kept me in comedy for like three more years. <laughs> yeah, that balanced <laughs> that, that out. failure. No, well, is, is he still around, or is he passed on? No, he's still around. I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, putting he's painting shit stains into underwear as we speak. <laughs> uh, so, well, that kept you in comedy. What's kept you a a white caps fan? Uh, because you've had two terrible start, uh, two terrible well, matches to start this season. I mean the the honest. I mean the truth is you cannot get a refund on your season. <laughs> that's something that's been made very clear to me by my rep. Um, no, um, the, I mean the truth of it is I I uh, I love football. I I I love playing it. I I play FIFA. I, I, I'm obsessed with. It. It's the only video game I play. I play online all the time. Me too, so by like, the way. Oh really? We I should get yeah. your gamer. Yeah, team. I've but, I've I've purchased. Uh, what one game a year for the last like ten years, and it's only FIFA. Yeah, me too. I bought an Xbox One just to play FIFA to get the new. You know, like I just get a system just to play it. And, me yeah, too. It's so, a FIFA uh, machine. <laughs> totally, and I love the way now with the online, the, the form actually matches up with the form in real life. So, like, I'll be watching Manchester United, and I know if Ibrahimovic has a great game, I'm like, oh, in two days, his form's going to be up two points in my online, and like, so it's all sort of connected. And so, so the idea of being able to watch live. Football is was is I I love that and it's important to me and I would probably watch them if they were last plays you know like I would probably go just to watch live football, um, but yeah I'll, I'll I get frustrated man if you listen to the podcast you know I'm I, I I try to not be one of those super negative fans but I get really down on them I get down on the coach I think his tactics are fraudulent I call him 
I call him Carl Fraud Benson. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Boom. Thank you. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Got him. Awesome. And, and we do, and we hate Hurtado the most. That's yeah. The that's the funniest thing is I think I listened to your most recent uh, show first. And uh, as soon as you guys started, like two minutes in, you started shitting on Hurtado. <laughs> and like you were saying, like he's not even USL quality, uh, which yeah. is so funny. We think he is. We think he is USL. We think he would be like, he would come off the bench in the USL That's and it. seven or eight goals a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, which brings up, we have um, we, uh, NYCFC just got Ocoli, who was for uh, FC Cincinnati, and I think he was the MVP of the league. Uh, scoring there, he hasn't got too much burn over here. But I mean, that's basically that's that's busting some shots at Hurtado. Uh, not a fan, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, we hate Hurtado, and people always people ask is like they'll send they'll say on the message board some probably old guy with a family or something will be like, hey hey what what if Hurtado listens to the show or something. And it's like, if his parents, what if his parents listen? Someone said that. <laughs> That's but hilarious. One, one time we were at the game, um, last uh, two games ago, and there was this, there's, I was talking shit about Hurtado in the stands to my brother, who I'm at the game with. And so we're talking about how Hurtado sucks. And then this couple, this older couple got up and let, like walked away from us. You walked them? <laughs> no, yeah. And then, and then, so my brother was like, I'm at, I think that's Hurtado's parents, you know? <laughs> And then we were laughing about like the fact that imagine if we saw them leave, like they had to keep moving all game, like because everyone that they stood beside was talking <laughs> shit about her title. So we just see them all game moving to new seats. That would um, be no, hilarious. He's a, yeah, he's a terrible. The, the problem is that he's a, he's a striker and he doesn't score. That's that's the the bottom line, right? He's he's and so for a team, obviously supporters want to see goals. You know, even casual supporters, they're like goals. We want to see teams score. Yeah, and he he's the striker and he doesn't score and he consistently gets chances and doesn't score and he has you know three four goals in three years. And he's just a, a yeah. He's he's not an MLS quality player. I actually had a chance to talk to our president, and I asked him. Like he called me back, Leonard Doozy, this guy. Yeah. And he called me, and I, uh, before the season, and I actually got to speak to him on the phone, and I said, "Why do you think Eric Hurtado is a MLS quality player when no one else does?" And yeah, he actually said to me, he's like, yeah, a lot of other teams want him. Like, what would you say if they asked, if they, if, you, if, if I told you other teams want him? And I said, I would say, why the fuck haven't you sold him? <laughs> yeah, for sure. He, yeah, he laughed about it. But still, they play him. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't get it. He's, is he me, a center forward style? Is he more yeah, like? Yeah, he's a, he's a number nine. He's a striker. He's. That, that's that's what he's meant to do is score goals. He doesn't score goals. To me, he's he's he, he signifies a team that's 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 okay with mediocrity. He signifies having that player in your lineup is a team that's okay with being middle of the table, bottom of the table. What do you uh, other than you mentioned a little bit? Uh, I think uh, you know we were talking about that um, the number one missing piece was a scorer. You seem to think there's more. Yeah, there's a, a center of the park, somebody to control the center of the park. Atiba Hutchinson's who everybody wants, although I just saw a report that said MLS isn't going to cover enough of his transfer fee, so it looks like he's not going to come. But yeah, we're missing someone in the center of the park to distribute the ball. Well, we, what, we, we have nobody. What about uh, Alfonso Davies? Is there like an, an expectation that he will sort of grow into like a, a stronger midfielder? Or, or, or No, he's, he's a wide player. He, Alfonso Davies I'm big on. He's he's wonderful talent. He had, he had a, a bad game against TFC. It was kind of his first bad game in a while. But it's pretty unbelievable to see a 16-year-old kid out there. And he's often the best player on the field. 
yeah, legitimate. He's incredible. He's, 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 we only get, we get two more years with him uh, because he started in our youth academy. So the rules in Europe, he can't join another team until he's 18. So, um, so we get him for two more seasons, but he's gone after that for sure. There's no way he's you know, Manchester United teams like that are looking at him. He's that good. What lo- about Kakutamane? Kakutamane. Oh, he's, he's kind of, I don't know, man. He's, he's, he doesn't track back defensively. That's a problem. He, he doesn't seem to want to play defense and, and yeah, I don't know if it's injuries, but he hasn't panned out. He's, he's not been, he's not had a good year, not had a good start to the year. I mean, he's got so much skill, and I know you know the U.S. national team is really big on him as well. He's got a lot of pace, a lot of pace. He's he's the he's the fastest MLS player in FIFA, like for the FIFA ratings. So I mean, he's so much pace. It's good to yeah. know for career mode, actually. Thank you yeah, for sharing he, that. And he has a lot of up, yeah, actually. I mean, you can't even play with Davies in the game. Do you know that? That's the one frustrating thing. I play with the Whitecaps, and you can't play with Davies because he's too young. I guess they're not allowed to use him in the game. Oh, that's crazy! I think he has to. Yeah. He has to show. He has to hold up his passport to the yeah, screen. Yeah, and yeah. Show. <laughs> you know, rules are rules. That's his photo. His his, his bust is him holding his passport. Please you know, let me on. One thing I do love uh, on on the podcasts podcast is is how how much concern uh, you have over Alfonso Davies' uh, well being and how, how much are people abuse him abusing a child. Well, we've we've just made note of the fact that you may be a little bit more hesitant to commit a hard foul on a sixteen-year-old child, yeah. and and we like to yell at people from the stands. I do certainly. That whenever he is fouled, we scream at the guy. That's a child. That's a, that's a goddamn child. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they should show a little bit more uh, sympathy. I know? would love. I would love to see like you know Dax McCarty apologize. I'm so sorry. You're right. <laughs> so, I feel like uh, this wasn't hadn't didn't have to do with Davies, but we we lost one of our guys, Jordi Reyna, one of the guys that we signed in the off season, um, uh, Peruvian national who looked really good, and we lost him three months because uh, some guy stomped his foot, broke his. What? Jeez. And so this Wait, is this guy, the picture I saw where he took his boot off and he had like a gash? I don't know if that's it. I'm not sure. I mean, he I haven't seen that photo. I saw he posted a photo of the walking, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was a gash. It was uh no, no, no. Just it was a, just a break. Just a, oh, yeah, okay. just a break. But yeah, so the guy, I I actually this is this is I'm not proud of this, okay, guys. Um I found I went and looked at the video. I found because it was a uh, preseason game and so you could find the fate it was on facebook you could watch the whole match again yeah so i went i went and found the stomp and found the player who stomped him and found that player on twitter and started sending tweets about him stomping yordi reina and ending until the guy blocked me on twitter. <laughs> of course yeah and now i'm gonna go to the game and stand in john's seats because john's john's in the supporter section too but he's like one row he's right behind the net like close enough that he you know people can hear yeah and i'm gonna yell i'm i'm this person on twitter like so he knows that, <laughs> oh, that okay. you're gonna get at him in person yeah in person, I'm going to let him know that was me on Twitter, and then all of those things on Twitter I said will start sinking in during the game. Yeah, that's good. You know, that's great because a lot of times people, uh, you know, when when people get sort of like uh, harassed or whatever, or people start talking smack. Harass, on, hey, hey, let's not use criminal harass. terms. <laughs> <laughs> or people start talking smack on Twitter. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. you know, the, throw shade. Yeah, that's the, not illegal in Canada, <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. The common the common uh, uh, trope is like, oh, these are just losers in their parents' basements and yeah. uh, yes. and whatever. They'll never say and anything yeah, and like this I, to I, my I, face. I do, live in, I do live in my parents' basement. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I'm not going to say it to your face. Yeah, right. that's great. No. 
you, you, yeah. you're no coward. No, your mom's waiting in the minivan. It's running just in case he comes at you, but you're no coward. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You guys, yeah, you guys get it. <laughs> it's, I forget what his name is, too, and I'll be honest with you, he's not even a starting player. So it's going to be tough. I might have to go over to the, like, the where there's, you know, the bench and yell at him on the bench. <laughs> Hilarious. You're planning this out. Just this... just have a big billboard with your Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know oh, yeah. Big <laughs> sign that said, why'd you block me? <laughs> I'm bl- at, uh, what is it? Uh, the CJ, right? Well, it was one of my other Twitter accounts. I didn't use my actual one. I Smart used an anonymous one. Yeah, nice. yeah. I used one that I used to control alt-right accounts. <laughs> oh, perfect. Not bad. Yeah, I like this guy a lot. Good, good way to spend the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So he'd be really confused when he looked at the page, too. Like, it would be the only thing related to anything Vancouver or MLS related. Everything else would be tweeting at, like, Trump supporters. And yeah. <laughs> he, he'll, he'll, he just asked himself, is like, am I in the alt-right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did I do? I stomped one guy's foot all of a sudden. I'm a neo-Nazi. <laughs> Yeah, that person of color as well, so you'd have to really be like, why am I in the alt right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess you know you guys have an amazing podcast, but you've only done three episodes. Are you adding anything else? Are you going to start doing some videos? Oh, I'm not really sure. We do have a really good idea for a promo photo, and that is that we stand with our backs when we find out, or when the Whitecaps have a penalty in the game. We go stand with our backs to the penalty and have someone take a video of the penalty. And then we take a screenshot of as the ball's going in and we have our backs turned to it. Yeah. That's like, like and then it's that's like, like, so it's, uh, it's like Jurgen Klopp. That's what Jurgen Klopp does. Like, well, well he, he doesn't want to watch yeah, it. He turns penalty. around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just thought it would be funny because it would be like, these guys are supposed to be the biggest White Cats fan, and then they miss, they, they're they missing the only, like, interesting part of the <laughs> You're, like, looking down at your phones. With your yeah, it, always, it always makes me laugh. The supporters, the guy who the guys who lead the supporters, and they spend their whole the whole game with their back turned. Oh, the know? Capos. Like they, it, is that what they're called? Yeah, the yeah. Capos. They're, they're the ones that, like, lead the cheer on, and they don't watch the match. <laughs> Just, wait, wait, do they do they call them capos outside of New York or is that maybe a No, that's like the official that's like a South American term as well. And oh, I think okay. in Italy they use it because yeah, they don't I do it in England. England. Okay. Yeah. In Italy they call it first guy it. you stab. I know, in, <laughs> I know in New York you guys have a you guys have a bit of a problem with the mafia. Yeah, I mean, in the eighties, <laughs> Matt like was the end of it. But yeah, I mean I'm saying it still exists in a few places. Yeah, we just call them. We call them the friendly support leader. That's oh, what we call them. yeah, yeah. We call them union heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great if our capo was like wearing a suit and holding a cigar. And also had a hard hat on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this isn't gonna work out. <laughs> yeah, you guys are not yeah. chanting hard enough. Yeah, the, the, all our chants are with oh. <laughs> oh, do you guys have good chants? Uh, we're, we're working, we're working on it. You know what it is, is that our supporters for NYCFC are kind of segmented. Uh, so there's some really like, uh, the hearts of Oak do like a lot of English style sort of, you know, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, cutting, you know, uh, song based style chanting. And then we have Mm -hmm. the templados, which are like South American, a lot of drums, a lot of singing about how much you love the, the club. And then everyone else is sort of somewhere in between. So it's, it's kind of split, you know, honestly, without our own soccer stadium, it, it feels very segmented. It feels very broken apart. But the, the atmosphere is still there. It's still a lot of fun. Yeah. I've had um, a good friend of mine. Uh, we're, I'm an Arsenal fan, and, and he's from England. He's a really big Arsenal fan on Twitter. Well, you guys had a good weekend, eh? <laughs> oh, God. All right. I hope Ibrahimovic dies. United, uh, just, United just went ahead of Arsenal. I know, right? Time. And I actually yeah. text my buddy Forever 6th. I, got, I, got, I, I customized oh. a uh, Manchester United jersey, and the name was Forever, and the number was 6. And I That's texted funny. to him. He didn't respond to me until 
Saturday. <laughs> and he responded back with, like, who's in six now? And I was like, I respect how much you hid in the bushes until you had your chance. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you guys are, I, I, we didn't get a chance to talk to John, uh, but you guys are absolutely hilarious. Um, where, can, where can our fans uh, find you? And we have fans from all over the league, so maybe there's some Vancouver Whitecap fans listening. Uh, where, can, where can they find the podcast? Uh, pod, yeah, I mean, it's podcaps on, on iTunes, um, podcaps FC on Twitter. That's P O D C A P S F C. Yeah. FC on Twitter. And then John Colin is, is my co-host. He's Colin the comic on Twitter and I'm at the CJS. Yeah. I think, I mean, he's got, I don't know, Colin the comic.com. I'm Chris James comedy.com. All that shit. Oh, and check out podcast rescue on, uh, you can actually watch the episodes on pornhub.com. Sure. I've so, heard of that website. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so not at work. Hub, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's going mean, to, there's going to be an HR meeting where they're like, I swear to God, it was a podcast <laughs> about the white cast. To be honest with you, I, I, we used to just put them up on YouTube and then the fans started to complain. They said, why can't I watch the edited episodes on a pornography website? And so I uploaded it to Pornhub. That's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you guys are absolutely funny. And, and next time you guys are in New York, hit us up, man. We'd love to have you on a video. Or Yeah, yeah. I, we also, sure. like, uh, I host a stand-up show. You guys, you, you guys are more welcome to be on it next time uh, you're in New York. Oh, yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, definitely. I'll be on it for sure. You should check out John's video before you commit. <laughs> but that's I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just leave that between us. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. You guys are hilarious, too. I'm going to start listening to your podcast, I think. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, well, uh, you can find it on youporn.com. <laughs> <laughs> this cool. is... say, how to, say how to pavone for me. I will, yeah. We will, man. Yeah, that's, that's another comic from uh, Canada. Another Canadian boy. Yeah, uh, yeah there's two many of them in new york you guys are getting too many opportunities down here <laughs> go back you got free health care you don't need us uh so that was guys that was that was uh chris james uh with cop uh podcaps fc or podcaps podcast at podcast podcaps fc it's a tough it's on a twitter t- it's, it's a tough, hard one it's tough to get out of your mouth sometimes yeah. absolutely and uh we'll be right back after this Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to that first segment. we got the second segment coming right up. First, we just wanted to break in real quick and ask you to do us a huge favor. Yeah, all we want, to, all we want you to do is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is the, oh, man. That's the big... Look, we're working... We work very hard on this podcast. We're also making a, a very concerted effort to put out some more video content for you guys, and we want to get some people li- uh, watching those videos as well. Yeah, I mean, right now, you got about like 30 more seconds before the second segment comes up. So I beg you, if you're on your phone, you can do other stuff while while you're listening to this podcast, why don't you click on YouTube, the YouTube app? Why don't you put in soccer cooligans and just hit that subscribe button? And if you can hit that little bell, that notification lets you know every time we put up a video, we're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week. We have a video right now that's called FIFA the News that we're playing FIFA and we're seeing we're having that predict the biggest match. And we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video. And there's a lot of cool editing that's involved. It takes a long time, but it's really, really funny. Exactly. So, uh, look, we're doing a lot of work. We want just a little bit of validation a little yeah, that's little, it just a little bit is that that hard, <laughs> that hard? come on we're, so we're just two two little comedians <laughs> yeah. want a little like two poor i would like some more please <laughs> some more followers and subscribers on our youtube so yeah. if you can hit the like button comment on some of the videos if you can at the very minimum hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends it would be absolutely amazing 
Yeah, that's our podcast. That's it. That's it, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Chris James. Make sure uh, you uh, check out the podcast. Podcast. Uh, it's on iTunes. Uh, go go to at Podcaps FC if you want to uh, follow them on Twitter and uh, and support those guys too. You know because uh, you know if you're if you're a Vancouver Whitecaps fan, uh, even better. But like again, comedy. We're running things. We're taking over. We're taking over. Taking over. And if you do, leave a review on their podcast. Make sure you mention that you found out about it from the cool Oh, yeah. They, they'd uh, love that. They would absolutely <laughs> love that. Just, actually, well, that's our episode. Just, oh, ahead, you were saying? No, just, on their, on their, po- on their podcast on iTunes, just say <laughs> review hours. Just, just say I love the Cooligans so much. They're so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Please, if you guys are listening, make sure you leave five stars. I don't want to fuck up the day, but put how much you love the Cooligans <laughs> on their reviews. Like, that would be the greatest. What a lovely prank we'll play. <laughs> so please, God, if you guys, if you guys are listening, I'd love to see at least three or four of these. Please do me that favor that would be absolutely hilarious well that's our podcast for this week next week we're going to be back in studio together i'll be back from vegas in la yeah well i'll have a tan and a couple more pounds <laughs> sure they come hand in hand those oh are, for sure uh, eating pe- and that tan is going to be from my blood pressure <laughs> uh so yes guys uh make sure you you know like i said uh uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. It helps us climb in the rankings. Uh, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, follow us on on all social media at Soccer Cooligans. Oh, you know what? Very quickly, maybe and just a, a, a quick uh, serious point, because uh, w- one of our uh, fans and, and just supporters, uh, Daniel Kuzer, who is uh, a Kansas City uh, comedian and also a big fan uh, of uh, Sporting KC, uh, just... I want to show some love. He had a he had a, a a grandmother that just passed away. I was oh geez. So you know, I, I was just uh, had a you know at a few, my girlfriend's uh, grandfather just passed away, and it was all very suddenly, all a huge bummer. But Dan Kuzer, just uh, just just want to let you know, uh, you know, we're praying for you, love you, dude. We're thinking about thinking you, about buddy. you, man. So uh, yeah, just wanted to say that because uh, you know, we, you know, we're 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 a bunch of idiots who makes a bunch of jokes, but we can we can yeah. uh, show some love too. Yeah, we put out what does the FC stand for in Cooligans FC, and we got some funny ones: fried chicken, foul chunder, flatulent cowboys, <laughs> finicky children, flaccid cucumbers is hilarious. Uh, but you know, uh, something that people didn't say: uh, a family. <laughs> Uh, uh, family, uh, it's something with a C. Something with a C, uh, yeah. Uh, we are we are a family. So, uh, Daniel Kuzer, sorry to hear about the family getting a little smaller, but hopefully this uh, brings your family a little closer in this time of uh, uh, need. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. So, everybody, thank you so much. I'm Alexis Guerrero. I'm Christian Polanco. And together, what are we? The, the Cool, cool Again!